0: Oh, it's nice, to, like actually, finally meet you.
1: Yeah, mate, we've been working together for a while now.
0: A while, like two, two years, two years, I think. Since, uh, yeah, really, since COVID started, and I was just twidd- twiddling my thumbs, getting fat, and I was like, well, "What should I do? Maybe get in shape." So, here we are.
1: So, how's your training going throughout the challenge?
0: It's okay. good. It's good. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. So we're in the last week, week now, obviously, and I've been doing this for so long with you, and. And no, I mean, feels like learned so much. So it's good. I'm just pushing it, especially the weekend. Um, My girlfriend goes to the gym quite a bit too, so she's able to spot me, so I can really like max out on whatever whatever I need to do. That's handy. Um, Yeah. So it's been it's been a really good kind of uh, last week of the program. I'm really happy with with where I'm at um for all things and i mean i'm not going to lie i love like the low rep ranges cuz it's it's faster and it just makes me uh it's just a nice relief i guess you know
1: me too me too i yeah. actually, i despise higher rep work and 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 even recently like some of the research has been kind of some of it has been encouraging lower rep ranges so that's why i've kind of made that transition down there because you yeah. get, you get closer to the reps that count earlier on because mm-hmm. you know let's say we do 15 reps the first 10 are kind of a little bit easy. Yeah, for sure. Until you get to those ones that are hard. So you're still technically training to failure. But the kind of question is, well, why are we waiting 10 reps to get there? Why don't we just do the last five? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, cut out, cut out the middleman. Exactly.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like our, our, our joints may take a little bit more of a hit and mm-hmm. you know, need a bit more time to recover. But yeah, that's the general consensus. I'm kind of bringing the rep to slowly down. Like there's still benefit for like, I think certain exercises do benefit from higher rep ranges, like doing three reps on a lateral raise doesn't feel the best. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It feels a bit like swingy or it feels like, you know, like, yeah, there's certain exercises that don't really line up with it. But yeah, that's the general way. So what have you been trying to um, like pursue?
0: Yeah. So I'm doing a fat loss level two right now. Mostly nice. because I'm I'm going on a vacation next week, going to a beach vacation to Hawaii. So I'm like, well, I got to, I got to shut a little bit here. So yeah, um, it's been, I've only really done fat loss level one and two before from a fat loss perspective. I've done yeah. muscle building and maintenance too. But um, so I did level two this time just because I was like, uh, it's been a big summer. So wanted to shut a little bit. So I'm down to like oh, 167 pounds of so 76 kg, about 15, 14, 15% body fat probably around there. Um, so pretty, pretty good. I've gone down to like one sixty two pounds before, like 13, 14% body fat. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, uh, at right now. I I'm almost like pretty much going by body fat percentage, um, in terms of like measuring for myself. Like that's just, I like to, for me, that's like a good benchmark is what I've
1: learned. So, so how are you measuring that? The, the well, percentage?
0: Yeah. It's, it's always like Objective. I'm sure you know. Like, there's. I don't have like calipers. I don't go in and get like a Dexa scan or anything like that. Or whatever. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um. I sh- I could, but I don't. I mean, I have a scale, which is like actually, I think generally accurate, and you can compare it to like people you
1: know, images online.
0: Anyone can Google like.
1: 15%. I feel like images are, are one of the best ways to do it.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what I what I do. I mean, I estimate I'm probably yeah 14 to 16 percent. My scale says 15 on the dot, so somewhere in there, I, I would assume.
1: Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, my scale is terrible, It says I'm like twenty five percent. It's just, it's just way off. I don't. Boy, yeah,
0: I, that's I, insane.
1: Yeah, I just, I just use it for, uh, for my weight.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know if you'd be in the personal training business uh, with, with, those, with those numbers.
1: <laughs> it'd be a tough slog, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where, at least training wise or nutrition wise, I'm at. I mean, um, I've luckily been able to like really own in on it the last few weeks like haven't been eating out or anything which I know for a lot of people is a, a big thing like for me I'm just laser focused on it and yeah um, really just like I hit my numbers down to like the gram because myself like I know myself if I like go off the wagon a little bit like I go off the wagon yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. like for me it's all about the discipline and that's like, a testament to you kind of like just over these last couple of years with you it's been uh, it's been good and I've learned that about myself throughout this like i I like saying just like now for me it's like it's weird if I don't like weigh my meal out or something like that at home like just for my own head so um I mean I still go out and do stuff with friends and all that stuff obviously yeah. but
1: yeah no i'm I'm super similar man like I have um i I chose fat loss for this for this challenge too I, like, I thought I would just jump on it I wanted to get a bit leaner no real reason just wanted to kind of like I was just like, oh, you know, I feel a bit like I'd never really weighed that much consistently. Like I was on the heavier end, so I just like kind of chopped it down. And I was traveling last weekend. We went to a wedding, so we f- flew and all that kind of stuff. And that's tricky to like follow, you know, like with uh-huh. food, and all that. Because I was the same as you, tracking, trying to get very accurate protein, this, yeah, and 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 everything, weighing stuff. And even if I was eating out like burgers, I I still love burgers. Like this place that I eat at, you can like put them in my fitness pal and they have, it's not going to be the same every time, but it's as close as you can when you're eating out. So I was very onto it. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and over the wedding, I was like a little bit worried, you know, like not, Yeah, for sure. but pretty like, man, there's going to be some big obstacles today. So (laughs) I kind of like pushed calories back and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, and I ended up doing all right. Like there was like, all these things I didn't really eat. I didn't have cake, and I'm not a huge cake fan, so it was. If it was gelato, it might have been a different story, but it was just the cake, <laughs> so I just kind of yeah. left. it. But then, like these meals came out, and they were like beef cheeks, mashed potato, and green beans, and I was like, "Man, this is like a meal prep service." So I
0: yeah, out, that's nice.
1: And I ended up like you know airport food and all that kind of stuff. I I, I ended up hitting my target a week early, like I kind of posted, and uh-huh. um, yeah. So now I'm at this week just maintaining. Um. And I'm still tracking and weighing my food because I'm the same as you. If I let it go and don't track and just say, like, I'm just going to be a bit more chill and just maintain, my maintain just ends up, I just gain weight. Like, I've never really met anyone that's just, like, eyeballing their food and staying the same. Like, we always just kind of, like, give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Oh, it's probably low. Oh, you know, it's going to be all good. And then you just kind of, like, slowly gain. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to do, like, a real dedicated build. Um, on this like very lean, very like small surplus, because we don't need a huge surplus and like try and minimize fat gain and like maximize muscle gain. Um, is, yeah. your, is your plan similar on the back of on the back of like your diet and going to Hawaii?
0: Yeah, that's, and try and build that's kind of it. where I am. And I guess that's that leads me to maybe a question for you. And I don't know how if other people are in the situation, but I've worked with you now for two years. I, I've actually I don't think I've ever changed my protein. I've always been at like 170 grams, basically. That's fine. Um protein's a constant. We don't need to change okay. It. And and I didn't know, like eventually, I mean, I really feel like I've made some pretty good progress, honestly, over the last year. Like I look totally different in awesome. a good way. Um,
1: you like and this I didn't know if I should thing, ever
0: start. I yeah. yeah, no, I, I I will for sure. Yeah, I'll um I'll send them over to you. And but I never knew. Like obviously, I trust you. Any, like I don't know how people end up getting in these 200 gram protein ranges, 220 gram protein ranges, after how many years at the bottom of a cut. Like should I do that? And I feel like I've done it long enough now. I didn't know if I should just continue to keep my protein where it's at, which I know is is generally high, or if I want to get to that next level. Like, is there a time I should start increasing it? Because all I do is yo-yo my carbs up and down pretty much when uh, if building and. And maintenance yeah. and cutting, which is I know fine, but like if I want to take it to the next level, I don't know. Want to try how to run it by you and, and see yeah, what no, you thought.
1: yeah, that's a great question. Um, so yeah, we don't really need to bump it up to a higher end, if mm-hmm. anything, it's more for me like a safety blanket. Got it, like, a, uh, like I might have too much, but like at least I have too much, like at least I'm not going to have not enough.
0: Yeah, that's a good point,
1: and because. Like the only downside to it is, first of all, it's not damaging to your health if you have a higher protein. It's only potentially damaging if it's like above four grams per kilo, which is crazy. I'd have to hit 360 grams a day. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way. What I'd have to eat to hit that. But um, yeah, I couldn't do that. So the only downfall to having protein that may be too high for your needs is that you get less. Carb, um, less calorie distribution for your carbohydrates and fats that's the only downfall um mm-hmm. and i actually particularly like protein high foods like i really enjoy, i enjoy meat i'm like eating my yogurt, yogurt. Just, yeah like, there you go i'm just absolutely smashing that and i have like high protein milk and like i, I i've just kind of like created a life that's around a high protein lifestyle um so i don't actually mind hitting the higher protein but yeah that's the only downfall is like mm-hmm. less carbs and potentially less fat but Fats usually cool. It's, 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 it's more so just carbs. Like you said, that we're going up and down with, cause fats yeah. really stay the same too um, mm-hmm. in the same spot. But um, so that could be like, okay, carbohydrates is more fuel. So potentially that might mean like your workouts may not be as punchy, but you know, usually that's not the case. So, you know, I think for you, it would be worth a trial. Um, I, like I'm a big believer in like, as you get leaner, you need a bit more protein um, because you have less body fat stores and you know, body fat, stored body fat is stored energy. So if you think of like sparing your muscle mass, if you have quite high body fat, you probably don't need the highest amount of protein because you have a lot of body fat that is stored. Mm -hmm. Body's going to use that before it uses muscle because there's so much of it. But as you get leaner, like you're saying, your body's changed a lot in the last year and your body fat's, you know, relatively low 15 and, you know, and lower is considered, I'd, I'd say low, like your athletic region. Um, then potentially you could look at bumping it up to spare that muscle mass when you get leaner, especially when, when dieting, when you're building, it's kind of less important because you do have those extra ca- calories and carbohydrates behind you. So you're not really at the risk of losing muscle because you have so much energy behind you in the form of calories mm-hmm. and carbohydrates, but in a cut, maybe you could look at it and just see how you feel on it and see how your body responds. There's no real like, oh, that's going to be bad for you. That's going to be good for you because there's a range 1.6 to 2.5. Like you can, you know, have this big range. You could be uh, at like maybe 120 or mm-hmm. you personally could be at maybe like 200, something like that. Um, yeah. I, I'm at 225, um, which is, seems like a lot. Like it's pretty scary. That's why I have such big heaps, big heapings mm-hmm. of protein in my foods. But um, I think it's something that you just try that, and kind of go from there. See how you feel. And if it's not making a big change, like carbohydrates, probably a little bit more exciting than protein food. So you could just kind of keep it at one seventy. But
0: yeah, yeah And I, I'm kind of like you. I love protein. I mean, for me, if anything, I have to like watch my protein intake because I just I love it. So yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking about in in the kind of the timing of it. Like I'm I'm almost at the bottom of my cut pretty much after this week. Yeah, I'll probably be down to what, like, assuming I'm on the right path, like 13, 14% body fat. Like, I might try to bump up the protein. I was thinking, so, yeah, somewhere in like 200 range, just to try it for the. Yeah. And I, I did want to do probably like a bulk. I kind of want to try that again as we go into the winter here in the states. So. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I was toying around with, and I'd love to get your thoughts. If you think that's a reasonable yeah. range or a good
1: idea. Yeah, I think it's worth it. And just kind of like be aware of how everything feels. It's Mm -hmm. hard to track everything, but like, you know, maybe your workouts will feel better. You know, maybe you'll like protein is pretty satiating as well. So it helps feel more full. So that's another kind of diet hack, if you will, to help you feel more satiated and be less hungry um, is to like gear towards more protein. People find that it can really stop them eating a bit more. Um, I haven't necessarily felt that. I I still feel hungry in a deficit no matter what. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just hungry, man. Like I don't know what to do. Um, it's just the fact that you know you're in a deficit of energy. Of course you're gonna be hungry, but you know maybe that is kind of like the best way that I feel. But yeah, I think it's worth toying around for sure. Okay. Um, are you taking creatine? I'm actually not. Um, not right I'm now. I, I
0: have I have before. Yeah, I probably will again. I'm just out of it honestly. So and yeah, yeah. I, I haven't gone back to buy to buy it. So I. I plan on it unless you think otherwise
1: have you felt different using it
0: uh yeah I I feel generally a little different I mean to me I I feel like I'm always fairly good I mean when I'm in a deficit I, I'm never really like dragging super hard at the gym like I try to get a little bit of carbs my system no matter what before the gym even um, if I'm on a deficit deficit or um, kind of a bulk whatever like I try to use that as kind of fuel a little bit I mean it just goes back to I guess having athletic background probably similar to you maybe carve up a little bit in the morning before a sports game yeah um, and, and feel better so yeah I never like really, really feel like I'm driving so I think the creatine I think it helped um, and I definitely was going to plan on it again after this challenge I just haven't been back and probably go after my trip to get some
1: yeah yeah nice yeah yeah i think it's good to take i just stay on it year round but yeah sometimes like i didn't take it when i traveled um so that's probably not the best thing because it's something you need to take on a daily basis but Mm -hmm. yeah i'd recommend just doing that especially when you're building or even when you're cutting it's just like something nice to do that like like the research behind it none of it's negative so it's kind of just like yeah you know like what am i doing like the only thing is like people respond at different rates that's why i asked you how you feel um I feel good, but I've been on it for so long. I don't, you know, potentially know what it's, you know, maybe. Yeah, like a placebo. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. But yeah, even if it plays a placebo, it's playing its role. Yeah. They're cheap enough to, you, you know, uh, yeah, I don't mind. Um, yeah,
0: but um, I know you don't do like BCAs, any of that stuff. And I can attest to that. I remember before I knew what I was doing, I was like taking that stuff, thinking it made some sort of difference. I was like, oh, is this, what a waste, what a waste of money. To have, right? If anyone listens to this, you don't need that stuff. I'm a testament to it. That's just garbage marketing.
1: Yeah, I was doing that too, man. I was doing that too. It's just, it just showed, yeah. If you have your protein goal, it's like there's enough BCAAs in the protein diet that you're having. I, I used to do it too, though. I was, I was religious about it. I was eating, I mean, not eating like BCAA shaker throughout the whole workout. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I need to sustain my muscle building or I'm <laughs> going to break down and I'm going to lose it. Yeah.
0: It's all the BCAAs, nothing else. That's what they, that's what they tell you. Like, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. What a joke. I, I guess we all live and we learn, eh?
0: <laughs> yeah, exact, Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, creatine. So, I'll definitely make sure I, I get, I get back on that after um, my upcoming trip. And yeah, I was probably going to hop into a, a bulk, probably like level one, just because kind of like you, like if you, even if I'm at maintenance or a little over, like it's easy for me to gain a little body fat percentage. So, um, yeah. I definitely am careful trying to be mindful of it as I go into a bulk where you gain some body fat, obviously, but measure, just being measured about it or disciplined about it, and not completely fallen off the wagon
1: mm-hmm. and how's your strength going with with Good. exercises because i remember you were training at home when we were working together You're a lot right of fun and then we transitioned here.
0: yeah and uh for anyone else who has to train at home brock's home workouts are great they made a world difference for me which was literally just bands and i had like those bow flex weights i went up to like 50 pounds or whatever they were yeah. um and that was great as is. So now that I have gym access, it's like whoa, the whole world opened up. So strength-wise, it's been great being able to like do deadlifts or uh, you know squats, all that, all that actual kind of com- big compound lifts or whatever they might be. So um, it's been it's been really good strength-wise. I feel I feel really good. I mean, I guess bench is like a common barometer, but as you do like 195 on the rep, three reps, 195 pounds three reps which for me is like that's more than I weigh
1: yeah um, I have to find the kilos I can't really um
0: I know it's it's uh you need, we need a little converter here but there you go yeah there you go <laughs> 86 80 kilos. kilos that sounds about 50. right yeah so I guess since me if it's more than my body weight like I feel good about it um yeah, but for me like I always prioritize form like I'd way rather get the tempo right than just to like hit big numbers for me like if I have to go Two weeks in a row at the same time because maybe my form wasn't so good on the same weight last week. Like I'd rather just do same weight the next week and make sure instead of like rushing it and going two seconds down that I'm actually hitting three seconds down. Like for me, that's paramount.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And 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 that's a way of um, applying progressive overload because like if you just hit the same weight the next week, that technically isn't. Mm-hmm. But if you're going from let's say 90% good form to 100% good form. That is a way of progressively overloading because it's like you've increased the stimulus to the muscle because your form is better. And also on that, I I, I have been thinking about this a lot lately. Like we need to look at reps as a standard. Like um, over here, right? A a long black or an Americano, like a standard is like two shots, Mm -hmm. right? Two shots of coffee in it. And that's how we need to look at reps. Like, I feel like sometimes people are doing one shots, people are doing three shots. Like, you know, like reps just look different. They're rushing it or it's like super slow or maybe it's a bit wonky or maybe your hands are too wide or too, like we need to have a standard for every exercise so that Mm -hmm. we can know that, okay, we're doing this eight times. And then next week we're doing it nine times or we're doing it, you know, heavier, but for eight times, like to apply progressive overload. But it's very hard to apply progressive overload when every time it's different like yeah like you know like unless i change the tempo and it's like okay we are doing a different thing then that's fine the standard has changed i've changed it but if you're one week two week three week four week in the program those reps should look the same because that's the only way to know how you're actually getting stronger like if you like a hundred pounds um or what 87 kg for three reps um at two uh sorry three zero one zero and then the next week you do 90 so it's heavier but you do it two zero one zero and you're like oh yeah that's progressive overload you're like not really you know yeah, like- that,
0: exactly it's just another yeah. way to slice the same you know same piece of cake or whatever so yeah. um yeah that, and that's a that's a really good point and, or, or when you think about from a entry level you know like you all say with something like lateral raises right adding two and a half kgs every week to your lateral raise like that's not happening no way yeah so even if you're um you know doing uh for us 20 pounds or something um one week and then luckily for us we have dumbbells that go in increments of 2.5 pounds so like what one yeah, kg 1. or Kilo. something like that yeah,
1: nice. yeah. yeah we have that too like see this rack here but it's usually just yeah up, it's usually just up to 10 so what's that 25 pounds 22.5 pounds yeah after that they kind of jump a bit more but okay
0: yeah. Yeah, ours go up to 42.5 pounds, all in 2.5. Oh, nice. Which is huge. Yeah. So for that's anyone up. who has a gym with that, like you're lucky. It's uh it's not common with, with the gyms here, certainly. And especially for things like lateral raises, something like that. I mean, adding five pounds to a lateral raise, yeah. that's 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 real heavy. So that's a big Aggressive yeah. overload on that. Yeah, you can manipulate tempo if you need, maybe add a couple of reps at the end is something I've done. For example, like if I'm still feeling good after eight reps at three zero one zero, then um if i keep it the same the next week maybe i'll say i'll, I'll get 10 reps or i or four yeah. zero one zero, whatever
1: it yeah. might be yeah no that's good yeah that's what you need to aim for yeah mm-hmm. i'm the same. like at the moment i'm stuck on like 12s 12 kilos um that's at my i have a, i still have a gym membership but any, anyway but like for, for, for me technically here yeah, 12.5 i would do that for eight or ten but for me to jump to 15s it's like that's an extra five five pound five point something pound jump and yeah, it's rough. I might get six reps that are yeah. really good reps, and then the rest I'd have to like sloppily go over and like you know swing around if I ever wanted to do it, or I would just like have to breathe for fifteen seconds, do like a, and then it'd be like a rest pause drop, mm-hmm. like you know like we were
0: just swinging with momentum. We all see those people in the gym yeah. just
1: yeah, and then, <laughs> and then it's like playing them up and down. And and then if I say oh yeah, well I applied progressive overload, it's like nah, but you didn't because you had a rest in between. And once again, now that standard has changed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know and it kind of feels like okay you sound like you're taking your lifting too serious but i guess like you know you've been training for a while i've been training for ages you kind of have to do you have to kind of get serious if you still want to make progress because if you don't get serious and you just keep everything like super casual then it's kind of more frustrating than rewarding because you're not progressing so it's it's kind of the same with food like you know if if i'm like oh yeah whatever i'm just going to bulk but it's going to be like a I don't know, sloppy bulk or just like, you know, I'll just eyeball it. And then I'm, you know, I might just gain fat too fast. Then I'm like, oh shit, now i got to cut again. And like, I haven't built that much muscle. I've just gotten like, I've just got greedy and just eating too much. Mm -hmm. Now i got to restart it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Once you get to a certain phase and for me, it's kind of been maybe since last year, after I was maybe a year and a half in with you overall, I said like, okay, I've made really good progress, but how can I keep progressing and take it to like another level Mm -hmm. uh, if I can? And and so that's kind of the, the part where i'm at now for everyone else listening if you've been working with brock for a year or two um you might be at that kind of stage too and that's why i'm i'm just trying to figure okay like i've made some really really happy with what i've done and how how can i take it to that next level where um where i want to go so that's that's pretty yeah. much where yeah where man you have
1: to keep it exciting keep it progressing or else it's just like it just gets frustrating and, you, and then. I think that's why a lot of people can fall off. They feel like they've kind of almost clocked the gym or like reached the point where they can't get better, but yeah, you kind of have to keep finding ways to win in some, Mm -hmm. you know, like set these little goals that like, like, that's why hitting PRs and, or like PBs, like whatever you want to call it, personal records, personal best hitting them in the gym is like important. Not just like, Oh, I did one rep bench press for 90 kilos. It's more so like even just beating eight reps, And doing the same weight for nine or like you know like tracking the weights that you do can keep you kind of interested or else you can just feel like like you're just training if you're not tracking your weights how heavy you lift like you're just doing exercises and it's like Mm -hmm. is is it better is it worse is it heavier is it you know it's it's it just gets gray i think the more gray things are like the more you can kind of like walk away from it and just be like oh i think Mm -hmm. i'm not doing anything
0: Yeah. Having goals at the end of it has been key, like actionable goals, attainable goals, not something you're never going to hit. So then you get turned off or something that's too easy where you're just going to say, okay, like that was hardly even a goal. So that's been kind of important for me. Like my next goal, for example, would be where I'm at, like, okay, I'm at the bottom of a cut, which I think I've done really well on, but maybe how can I, how can I gain, um, eventually I want to end up at like a hundred and probably like 75 pounds, which is 79 kilos. Um, how can I get there? while well, still maintaining at the end of the day, I would love to be like 13, 15% body fat, which is going to be a long process and a, probably two years into it. But how can I get to that point where I'm 10, 12 pounds heavier than I'm going to be now, mm. but still maintain that body fat. And that's why I'm asking questions like, hey, do I need to increase protein? Or I know it's just time, but all time years and years which i which i'm aware of so just going to that level and having that end goal in mind for me like i'm not going to stop until at at some point around there
1: yeah Yeah, no 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 that's a great question yeah i'll answer that and 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 then we can wrap up um but yeah so like i got a question today on my instagram stories it was like like what's what's the deal with like maintenance body recomposition can i just do that um and it's like that's a very slow way of doing things. I'm a big believer in bulking and cutting because that's probably the most efficient way to do it. You really double down on this and then you like do this, you know? Like maybe Mm -hmm. like you really like build a house and then you flip it. Um, Instead of like flip it and build a house at the same time, it's just like nothing really happens. So with that though, like if you look at my transformation, when I was a twig at 69 kilos, I'm now like 90, I was 92. That's like 23 kilos heavier, which is maybe 50 pounds. Like there's a big disparity between those two weights. I couldn't have done that if I tried to maintain recomp. Like, you know mm-hmm. what? That would have been a hell slow process. I'd probably be like 72 kilos by now if I tried to do that. Yeah. But, I, like, but I was really starving myself. And it was like pretty bad, you know, eating disorder yeah. all this kind of stuff. There was a big dumpster fire going on. But anyway, I like, I would never be who I am now. If I didn't get in a surplus and just like owned that, I was going to get a little bit fatter, going to get a little bit, this, going to get a little bit of that. And then I cut down later on. So like to, to put it back into your situation, it's like, you wouldn't, you have to get into a place where maybe it's a little bit uncomfortable, especially because you've hit this reward of being so lean and you're going to go to Hawaii and have this beautiful holiday. You know, it is cool that it's winter time potentially, you know, cause it's a good time to do it. And you can just kind of like slowly chip away at building. But yeah, you kind of will, if you want to be 12 pounds heavier at the same body fat, there's no way you can just do that and just maintain and be like, oh yeah, I'm just just going to happen, man. I'm just going to no. live heavy, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Like you, yeah, you'll have to create, it doesn't have to be a huge surplus because once again, there's gaining fat and gaining muscle. And the reality of gaining muscle is it's not actually as much, as fast as you think. You don't actually have to eat as much as you think. Like my build is going to be very conservative. I'm going to be like one or 200 calories above, um, above my maintenance. So I'm going to be like, so my maintenance, obviously it's, it's quite high, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm very active and I've had a good metabolism from since I was young. My maintenance at the moment is around 3,400 because I lost a bit of weight. Mm -hmm. 35 when I was at like 92 kilos, now it's like 34. So I'm probably going to be at like 3,600 3650 something like that but that's like a very small surplus like just above maintenance so for you i'd recommend something similar man like if you especially you want to hold on to that leanness that you've really earned um because dieting sucks and the the less time you can spend dieting the better right life is much Mm -hmm. better with more food involved so if you can try to be um what calories are you on now or like what's your oh
0: my maintenance is like 20 Eight hundred, I think, twenty nine somewhere in
1: there. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's cool. Top my yeah. head. Yeah. So, but you might have to recalculate it at the end of your cut because remember, it's not the same when you start the cut. Like, if especially if you've lost weight, how much weight have you lost over this kind of last period of time? That you uh,
0: I think I think I'm down like nine pounds, ten pounds. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, you're about four about kilos, five so Yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. yeah. So. Just,
0: I'm like just, a little over a pound a week loss on average. I mean, if you have a big like eating week or something, you use some water weight or got maybe it's bigger one week or whatever, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So just kind of like reevaluate your maintenance. It's probably not going to be exactly the same mm-hmm. as when it started. Just take that into consideration. Um, okay. And then when you are at maintenance after your cut, car- it might feel like you're gaining weight, but it could be your water and carbs. Like, man, I switched to maintenance this week. Um, I hit the same weight, and then I went up 500 grams, and then last night I went up again. And I was like, "Shit, I'm like, I feel like I'm almost a kilo heavier, almost a kilo." Yeah. Heavier, and I'm just at maintenance. So maybe I ate too much. Maybe my tracking's a bit off. Maybe it's water stores, you know, like whatever. I'm just gonna chill out and just kind of figure it out. If it still stays too high, I've probably overdone it, and maybe this is my new main, uh, my new surplus or whatever. Um, but yeah, just be very slow with it. You don't really need mm-hmm. to. Like, yeah, maybe 2800. be your new surplus at this lighter weight um yeah and but don't worry like yeah your your metabolism can can catch back up it's just you know you're a lighter person and you know a lighter Mm -hmm. person burns less calories and all that kind of stuff um and you have less neat when you're in a calorie deficit as well than when you're at maintenance or so. but like all these kind of factors play into it so yeah i would recalculate it and maybe you know your new maintenance is maybe 26 something like that and now your surplus could be 28 something like that yeah and really exactly
0: that, that's what exactly what i was thinking and all i might bump up my protein just to try it see how my body responds and yeah um yeah. and go from there so yeah that, thanks for kind of helping with all that and talking through this and uh, good, I, for all the, all your other clients i know it's a lot of people are in fat loss and i was and i was so scared to go into my first like bulk of like you got to be okay with mentally gaining a little bit of body fat so uh to me it was it was well worth it and once I got over that initial fear which was just in my head i like oh my god I'm gonna get fat after my first bulk," which I did I think last year but um you, you'll you can easily lose it right off of the year after and that's exactly where I'm at so
1: yeah exactly yeah man yeah no no that's so good to say and 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 you know I'm still similar like I still go through like just because I'm a personal trainer doesn't mean that I'm immune to feeling like you've put on a little bit of you know body fat you don't feel your best you know not saying that I struggle with confidence or self-esteem issues or anything like that, but you know, everyone has an idea of what they feel like when they're at their best. And when you're not at your best, you kind of feel a little bit vulnerable. You're like, Oh, you know, yeah, I'm not Mm -hmm. feeling my best, but yeah, you got to kind of, that's why once again, tracking weights, tracking how strong you are, um, like your PRs in the gym, like you, you're chasing numbers in the gym. That's the best thing to do because it keeps your mind focused on like the bigger goal. Okay. Like, this is what I'm trying to do. It's not just, I'm getting fat for no reason. And then I'm just going to get less fat later on. Like it's very easy to look at it like that. And it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. You're kind of like investing into this muscle mass that you carry around. And when you're eating more calories, it's a good time to get strong, man. Like- yeah. And
0: you're still making progress on your goal. It's still getting toward goals and um, which I like. And, and, uh, I guess the last point I'd make and then I, we can, we can wrap it up is, um, One thing I learned living in the States and when I started kind of tracking food, since like I I mentioned, I'm like pretty particular about it in the States, food labels, you're allowed to round in the U S so however many, if it's five grams of carbs, you know, that would usually equal 20 calories. But when you add up the labels in this, um, the calories in the States, the grams of carbs the companies are allowed to round, I think it's like 15%, like we don't have decimals here in our,
1: Yeah, I heard it was 20. 20%. 20%. Yeah, it's,
0: it's somewhere around there. Yeah. So I was like, for the first like six months, you're tracking, like, why am I in my fitness pal? Like, the calories would never match up. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I was like, what in the world is this? And I looked it up and I was like, oh, only I knew that beginning. So I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there might have just started and were like, what is going on? The US allows some pretty big, that's like 20% is huge sort of margin. That I think that's even it. if like a company's if you, if you have 4.5 grams of food in something that they make, like they can round it down to the lower number if they want. Um, I think it goes all the way down even to that scale too. So, I mean, I I know it's very minute and a a very detailed thing. I don't know if other people will look at it, but it was something I learned along the way is that nutrition labels you are allowed to round down. I know when I've been in Europe before they have decimals on their nutrition labels, which I also thought was helpful.
1: So we have um, yeah, like for, for example here, just like looking at this yogurt, there's decibels like protein fourteen point nine, fat zero point three. You know, like doesn't
0: exist here. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe Aussie has different standards than America, but yeah, that's crazy, man. But like, yeah, twenty percent. Let's say we have three thousand calories, we could be six hundred over.
0: Yeah, exactly right.
1: Like, I could Uh, think of losing weight, and then I'm literally like, yeah, 3,000, I'm going to lose weight. And then I could be eating 3,600, I could be gaining weight. Like, that's how big the discrepancy is.
0: Yeah. And if you, you know, if you're eating something that you think it's 14 grams of carbs, because it says that on the package, and you're eating a lot of it, Mm. and maybe it actually is 14.7, you in the US, somewhere along there, you can round down to that 14 when you, and you would be eating a higher amount, not even know it. So, it is a bummer. I think it might just be a U.S. thing, but it is something to keep in mind for everyone and something I wish I knew a lot earlier uh, just in terms of tracking food because it is, it was
1: annoying. Yeah, so. I think a way around that is just tracking. And then if you're not losing weight, you know, like just bringing your calories down because yeah. the discrepancy is maybe just throwing you off. If mm-hmm. if it is the case of this, you know, there's so many other factors. Maybe you're just for eating too sure. much maybe you're forgetting to track the pieces of food that you're eating that your kids had and like all this kind of stuff, you know, maybe there's all this kind of stuff, but that, that is a, it's a very solid point. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: Yeah. If you're dialed in and, and really on top of it and still, yeah, having issues, I don't know, might be, it helped me a little bit when I was, when I was starting out and I was like, oh wow, this, or this label is like just wrong. Like it doesn't add up to the calories it says like what's going on. And then I, you know, learned the United States law where they can, the numbers up to twenty percent. Go figure. So, that's is cool. what it is. But uh yeah. So, anyways, that's that's all I had for you. I'm sure I take enough time. But thanks again for yeah, doing man. all this and doing these calls.
1: Man, awesome to chat, man, and super proud of your progress. Would love you to send uh, send through some photos, man. You have my email. Yeah. Just send it through. I'd like to just you know if I can chime in or anything, and, and even just see your progress because I yeah. I think I probably still have the ones that you have when we first started. It would be nice to see you know your progression from when we first started and the progress you like we made together, and then to build by Brock as well. It'd be cool to kind of patch up this timeline. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, appreciate it. Um, I'm just going to say a couple of things. You can jump off. Um, that's fine. Um, and just Perfect. kind of close out just like end of the challenge stuff. But yeah, man.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for everything, Brock. And uh, and you've been great to, to me and a bunch of others. So thanks again. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. All right.
0: See ya, buddy.